Welcome to the Raw and Uncensored Ambitious Podcast. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Oh yeah, here I am, the original HBIC, Katie motherfucking Boyd. So this is part two, <laughs> part two of the Drifter podcast from last week. I just had so much to say that I had, a, I had to do a twofer. So if you missed last week's podcast, go back and listen to last week's podcast. But last week's podcast was all about the drifter versus the non-drifter. And the seven questions that I asked you so that you can ask yourself if you're drifting. So go back to those. There's a huge description of what a drifter looks like, smells like, tastes like, acts like. And there's also the better side of the fence, which is what a non-drifter is like. So I hope that you listened to it already and you learned a ton from it and you already kind of took your notes and pinpointed the, the places and the corners that maybe you're going wrong and you're allowing yourself to drift. Because let's be honest, guys, no drifter, no drifter I know is ever going to have an ambitious, abundant, magical, joyful, wealthy, happy life. They're always going to have misery. Nothing is ever going to be good enough. They're going to get the scraps. And if I know you bitches out there, you are not scrap people. Okay? You live life ambitiously. That's why you're here. That's why I do this podcast. I'm that little angel in your ear. Well, some of you guys might think I'm the devil, but I'm that little angel on your shoulder in your ear whispering to you when you're getting weak and you're feeling like giving up. You always know that I'm here to kick you in the you know what. All right. So today's second part of the Drifter podcast is the top 10 rules. So the top 10 rules on how to stop from drifting. So even if you're like me and you're not totally a drifter, but you have some drifter tendencies, this is really going to help you just blast yourself to the next level of living an ambitious lifestyle. Okay, so listen up, guys. I want to first read this excerpt um, from this guy that I follow. It's declarewarwithin.com, and he's got some really cool stuff on his website, but I was doing some research for this podcast and he has, um, he has broken down what the devil's definition in outwitting the devil's definition is a drifter. Okay. So this is obviously a direct quote from the book that I want to read. So this is the devil talking to Napoleon Hill and he says, I can best define the word drift by saying that people who think for themselves never drift, while those who do little or no thinking for themselves are drifters. A drifter is one who permits himself to be influenced and controlled by circumstances outside of his own mind. A drifter is one who accepts whatever life throws in his way without making a protest or putting up a fight. He doesn't know what he wants from life and spends all of his time ju getting just that. 
<laughs> oh, hello. Let me break this down again. Okay. So the devil says, I can best define the word drift by saying that people who think for themselves never drift. So if you have control of your thoughts, you are not a drifter. But a drifter is one who permits himself to be influenced and controlled by circumstances outside of his own mind. So people who drift, like they'll listen to gossip, they'll listen to naysayers, to judgmental people, you know, they'll read shit that they see on social media and they'll take it uh, for face value. They won't do their research. And pretty much they're a puppet for other people's agenda. That's why I tell you, you know, I don't watch the news. I don't play that game. I don't give a fuck about other people's opinions about me. I care only about what I think about myself. And even the people that love me, I don't give a fuck what they think either. I really don't. Ask my husband. I don't care. Like, obviously, I value his opinion. But at the end of the day, no matter what anyone says to me, even if they love me and they have my best interest, I am always going to do at the end of the day what my gut and divine feminine intuition tells me, okay? So, you know, drifting is an easy thing to happen, especially if you were raised by drifters. Many of us were raised by drifters. And even though on a very primordial level, we know that drifting is wrong, this way that we were raised is actually grooved into our brains. So even though you're like, you know, your parent will say something that you're just like, oh my God, shut the fuck up. But then there's like this little piece in your mind that sometimes like replays the same thing over and over again, right? So pretty much if you don't have purpose and meaning and you're broke and you have shitty relationships and you're not in the career path or you're not making the money or doing the things that you want to do and you don't have the life you want, it is because you are taking what scraps that you can take. And that is not living life ambitiously, right? So drifter, non-drifter, ambitious, non-ambitious, whatever, whatever way you want to, you know, peel the carrot, it doesn't really matter. But this is so important, guys, especially right now, especially right now. Think about this, okay? Many of us have been in quarantine for months, okay? When I tell you guys I've never worn a mask, not because I don't believe in them or I do believe in them or whatever. I have not left my home in, since March. The only two places that I've gone are the grocery store like twice before like the mask thing was an actual thing. Okay. And then I go to my gym, my wellness center that is only me and Matt that goes into it and my home, period. Ask anyone that's my friend. I have not left my fucking house. Okay. That being said... During all this quarantine shit, it's like the best time to figure out your drifter shit. And it's actually also the best time to figure out who you want back in your life once things clean up, right? So right now you can be like, oh, sorry, I can't hang out with you because, you know, we're in fucking quarantine or whatever. But there is going to be a time where we reintegrate back out into society. I mean, I know some of you already have, but I just have chosen and still continue to choose not to. And it's not because I'm fearful, just because I just, that's how, that's what I'm choosing to do because I'm not a drifter and I'm definite with what I choose to do. So that doesn't mean you should be quarantined too if that's not what you want to do, but I am very definite 
So whether you're not quarantining in your definite or you are quarantining in your definite, you're definite. So either way, you're not a drifter because you're making a definite decision, right? So think about it. The world is full of drifters. 98%, the devil says to Napoleon Hill, 98% of the people, the humans in this, co- in this country, in this world belong to the devil. I'm not saying Satan. I mean the energy of drifting. And then only 2% belong to what the devil calls the opposition, which is like God's people or just high vibrational woke motherfuckers. Okay. So this is the best time right now to figure out what you want, what you desire, what your relationships are going to look like when you go back out into the world, whenever the fuck that that may be. Okay. So this work is so important right now, guys. It's so important. I have had so many epiphanies about friendships and relationships. It's so crazy because a couple weeks ago, I sold out my bitch boxes. And it's crazy because the people who purchased the boxes are just like my, my people I coach and people who are fans of the podcast. And they're not like my friends. None of my friends. All of my friends from high school, except maybe two. Um, all of my friends from like other things in my life, they didn't even freaking congratulate me for writing a book. They didn't even congratulate me. They didn't even freaking say anything to me. And I'm like, oh, I'll remember you motherfuckers. Next time you want me to give you money for something, you know, your fundraising for your kids or some fucking clam bake or whatever the fuck. It's a time now to really draw a line in the sand and be like, okay, when I can come back out and I can start really spending time with people, I want to only spend time with people that are non-drifters. I refuse. I refuse to spend time with people who don't love and support my endeavors and who are not woke and like-minded. Get the fuck out of my way. And I mean that in like the most kind and loving and spiritual way. I'm not being a douche. I'm being honest. Like this is the time. God has gifted us with this precious time right now to be like, hey, when I actually can go and have dinner with my friends like safe, safely, and when I actually feel comfortable leaving my house, Who am I going to spend my precious time with? Who am I going to, you know, talk to about my hopes and dreams and aspirations? That's important, guys. Like your relationships in your life are so important. Remember, you are the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. That's fucking scary for a lot of us. It's scary. And guess what? If you come out of this quarantine and you're like, I have no friends. That's okay too, because just know that you are good enough all by yourself and you are not by yourself when you're alone. You are, you have yourself. One of my good friends once said to me, uh, her husband was going away with my husband. Um, and I said, oh, isn't it so weird to be by yourself? She goes, I'm not by myself. I have me. And I was like, holy shit, you're so right. So sometimes when you step up and you get the drifters out of your life, you are like, oh shit, like I'm alone. And believe me, when I went through my spiritual awakening over 10 years ago, like I, whew, like I had to put a lot of friendships on the chopping block, a lot of business relationships, a lot of just relationships in general. And it was a fucking massacre for a really long time. And there was days where I would cry myself to sleep. There were days where I was so fucking lonely and depressed. And there was days where I was like, what is even the point of living? Like, I have no one that understands me. I have no one that everyone thinks I'm crazy. They think I've lost my mind because I had this spiritual awakening. And guess what? 
I just put my head down and I just kept doing my work and I just kept being on uh, fucking audacious. And then guess what? I started to attract the right tribe, the right community, the right, the right indigo children, the right star seeds, the right aliens to my fucking tribe. And now I'm not lonely anymore. Now, mind you, I only have a handful of people that I could trust and that I confide in, but that's okay because it's not about quantity, guys. It's about quality. All right. So here are the top 10 rules, the top 10 rules to eliminate drifting in your life directly from the devil in Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. Okay, you guys ready? Get your fucking notebooks out, get a pen, get a journal. This is important shit, guys, because you need to come back to this every time you feel yourself going down that drifter fucking road, and it's easy to do. Okay, rule number one. I feel like I should be like talking like the devil, but I'm going to just talk like me because it sounds, it sounds the same. Rule number one, do your own thinking on all occasion. The fact that human beings are given complete control over nothing, save the power to think their own thoughts is laden with significance. So pretty much it's like use the spotlight of your mind to direct your thinking. You know, this is the thing. If you constantly feel fear and anxiety, it's okay. If you feel worry, it's okay. This is normal shit. But the more you can control the worry and the fear and the anxiety, then you step more into your power. And the more you take your power back in that way and control your thinking, the less that you drift. Okay? So do your thinking on all occasions. So many people try to persuade other people to think like them. And because we want to be liked and we want to be loved and we want to be accepted and we want to have friends, we just go along with the crowd and we become motherfucking lemmings. And lemmings and ambitiousness does not go in the same sentence. Okay? So control your thoughts, guys. Rule number two, decide definitely what you want from life. Then create a plan for attaining it and be willing to sacrifice everything else if necessary rather than accept permanent defeat. In my book, Ambitious, I think it's chapter mm, chapter 10. I don't remember. I, I've read this goddamn book so many times my brain is going to explode. But pretty much I teach you how to create and write and say your ambitious abundance affirmation. And this is what this is all about. So understand that not having a plan is a plan by itself, just an absolutely terrible one. If you don't have the GPS destination of where you want to go, then you will just let the wind decide instead. So you're like, you know, Katy Perry's like, do you ever feel like a plastic bag? Whatever the fuck. Remember, baby, you're a firework. Do you remember this song? Like she's talking about just being a fucking plastic Target bag drifting in the goddamn parking lot in the wind. That is a drifter. Do you notice the word I said drift? Okay. The key point in this second rule is when like the devil mentions sacrifice. So in order to create what we want in our life, it must require sacrifice. The bigger the sacrifice, the more commitment and drive you create yourself. Okay. Number three, rule three, analyze temporary defeat no matter of what nature or cause and extract from it the seed of an equivalent advantage. Squeeze that orange until all of the juice gushes out. By dissecting past failures, you gain invaluable lessons and you prevent yourself from doing the same mistake again and again. Mistakes are great. Just 
don't make them twice. Every time since I had my spiritual awakening over a decade ago, when I fuck up and I do something stupid, and let me tell you, I do a shit like that all the time, I always say, okay, what was the lesson here? Will I ever do this again? How can I make it different next time? And I never, ever, ever like feel like a failure. Yeah, there's days where I'm like, oh, what the fuck is the point? We all get like that. It's called being a human, okay? It's called having feelings. But at the end of the day, if you are not learning from your mistakes, you are wasting such precious, precious tools and education, okay? Number four rule, be willing to render useful service equivalent to the value of all material things you demand of life and render the service first. So if you want to, I say this all the time, you want a billion dollars, solve a billion dollar promise, problem, create and give the service equivalent or more of what you desire first. No more needs to be said. So here's the deal. If you know me, you truly follow me and you get me, right? You know that my first thing always is to serve and give valuable service. In my ambitious abundance affirmation that I say every morning and every night as part of my rituals, I always say, for the money that I am going to acquire, I am going to give this service, okay? And I name the actual services. You know, if you want, read the book, pick it up, and you will know exactly what I'm talking about. I've actually taught this on the, I've actually taught this in the podcast before, but You know, everyone's like, I want to be a millionaire. It's like, okay, well, what the fuck are you giving? You sit at home all day playing with your pussy lips, watching Jerry Springer reruns, eating Cheetos and and drinking freaking Franzia wine out of a box. And how do you think you're going to become a millionaire? It's bullshit, guys. Wake the fuck up. Rule number five, recognize that your brain is a receiving set that can be attuned to the to receive communications from the universal storehouse of infinite infinite intelligence to help you transmute your desires into their physical equivalent. Let me say this again for the people in the back. Rule number 5. Recognize that your brain is a receiving set. Remember this was written in 1934. So pretty much you get it, okay? It's like freaking uh, serious radio. So whatever you tune it to, that's what's going to play. If you want friggin' Bob Marley and you put it on a Pearl Jam station, you're not going to get fucking Buffalo Soldier. Okay. So recognize that your brain is a receiving set that can be attuned to receive communications from the universal storehouse of infinite intelligence to help you transmute your desires into their physical equivalent. So pretty much have systems put in place to create empty space in your mind. So for me, that's meditation, that's setting my intentions, that's journaling, that's exercising, yada, 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 okay? You can't just go, 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 go 24-7 and never give your brain time to rest. Like Deepak Chopra says, in stillness, I find my true self. All of my biggest money-making ideas, my biggest successes, my biggest wins have always come to me in the form of prayer or meditation, So if you're not meditating and you're not praying or doing your rituals, infinite intelligence cannot tap into your mind and plant the ideas there. That's why it's called think and grow rich. Get it? So like a lot of people, they do walking meditation, they do mindfulness, they do exercise. And during those times, that's when the universal intelligence will come to you inside your mind and provide the guidance that you desire. 
Okay, remember the word. I didn't say need. I said desire because desire, the root word is of the Father. It's divine. It's, it's through this energy that you will never understand, but it's universal connection to divine and it's talking to you through the energetic space in your mind that is quiet. It's never going to talk to you when you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off. Which is why during this quarantine time, it's the best time to really strap on a set of rituals, man. Because if you can get your rituals under lock and key now, when you go back out there, you will just be like, I meditate because it's what I do. I set my intentions because it's what I do. I do my, you know, Palo Santo. I do my blessing in the morning. I say my ambitious abundance affirmation. All the things that I talk about with rituals, right, guys? Rule number six. This is a good one. Recognize that your greatest asset is time. The only thing except the power of thought, which you own outright, and the one thing which can be shaped into whatever material things you want. Budget your time so none is wasted. If you were truly in forward motion and on your path and purpose, would you want to take a rest? Would you want to take breaks? No, you wouldn't. Eliminate procrastination. Defeat the enemies that are not allowing you to utilize the gift of time. I have a bunch of people who have my cell phone number, which I fucking wish that they didn't. I should just block them. They're dicks. But they're always fucking texting me to distract, to try to distract me and waste my time. And I can't tell you how many times I'm like, you're wasting my fucking time and they just keep doing it. And that's exactly, ask anyone, that's how I talk to people. Because I'm like, I'm not fucking around. I have this one precious human life. I'm not wasting it, you know, kibitzing and gossiping and talking shit about people that literally do nothing for me that do not matter to me. And I'm not, I'm not trying to be a bitch, but I am. I mean, this is called the Ambitious Podcast for Christ's sakes. So wasted time, is way worse than wasted money because you can always make more money, but you can never, ever make more time, guys. So don't let anyone or anything waste your time. Rule number seven. Remember, this is all the rules to stop the fucking drifting. Rule number seven. Recognize the trust that fear generally is a filler with which the devil occupies the unused portion of your mind. It is only a state of mind which you can control by filling the space it occupies with faith in your ability to make life provide you with whatever you demand of it. Fear is the compass to more life. Breath and sorry. Fear is the compass to more life. Breathe and overcome and notice that every time you get close to the perceived dragon, it disappears. The fear is not real. It's only a state of mind. So what I do here is every time and I feel that devil creeping in, like, you're not enough. You're stupid. Why are you doing this? That's a bad idea. Who are you to do this? You're not good enough. Blah, blah, blah. You know, we all have this shit. That's when I turn on a podcast. That's when I turn on a book on audio. That's when I make sure that I'm always taking in things into my mind that will fill up those unused portions of space so that the devil cannot get in there and I will not drift. Does that make sense, guys? So, Anytime you're quiet, anytime that things are like a lull, that's when the devil usually talks to you, right? Like that's when you start hearing like, you're not enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not thin enough. You're stupid. Blah, 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 blah. It's, it's enemy energy. So anytime that you're just, you know, drifting along, put on something inspirational, listen to something motivational, um, put on music that's like gets you pumped up, whatever it is, but don't let your mind go idle. Only time your mind should go idle is when you're meditating or you're doing some mindfulness. That's it. Other than that, no. 
Oh, this is a good one. Rule number eight. When you pray, do not beg. Demand what you want and insist upon getting exactly that with no substitutes. So, you know, I'm a good Catholic girl, even though I, like I said a couple podcasts ago, I'm a Catholic girl gone wild. Um, I'm just not flashing anyone my tits, but I'm a little out of my mind. But it's okay because I'm a good person and I'm loving and I'm kind. But I pray every night and I pray every morning. But I never, ever beg God, oh, please, God, if you just give me this and I'll do this or I'll never do that again or I want that. No, you say, I demand this of you because God wants you to demand. The universe wants you to tell it what you desire because the universe and God, they're not fucking mind readers. They are very powerful, but they're not mind readers. And if you're going to live a honey badger life and you're just going to get the scraps okay, then you're going to have a scrap life. I talk about this all the time, guys. That is why writing your ambitious abundance affirmation, saying it in the morning and saying it at night are so important, dudes. So important. Okay. So raise your standards and demand what you want and insist on getting it no matter what. Okay. Rule number nine, recognize that life is a cruel taskmaster and either you master it or it masters you. There is no halfway or compromising point. Never accept from life anything you do not want. If that which you do not want is temporarily forced upon you, you can refuse in your own mind to accept it and it will make way for the thing that you do want. Like people that were in concentration camps, okay? Um, I've read so many books about concentration camps and the people who, the people who survived the most insane conditions, the f- most fucked up conditions, always whatever was put upon them by their captor, they would just like be like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'll do what, it, what you want me to do. But in their minds, they were like, I don't accept this. I know who I am. I will get out of this. I will survive no matter what. And the people that gave up because they were, they were just like, they let their mind just go are the ones that died. And I'm not saying... Please don't take this the wrong way and say, like, I'm putting people down from, you know, Nazi fucking Germany when they rounded up the Jews and did what they did. What I'm saying is when you have to survive the most incredible, audacious, insane things in your mind, you can say, "Okay, I'm going to do what I have to do, but I do not accept this as my standard and I do not accept this as my reality. And if you can do this and refuse in your own mind it will show the universe who you truly are. And then all of a sudden the universe will work with you to co-create your reality. So there's no halfway or compromising. It's either you are in control or you are not. The power of your mind is limitless. You have to remember that guys. You have to, especially right now. I see so many of my friends, they're just like losing their shit. And I'm like, get it to fucking together. Okay. Think about You know, I was talking to my husband the other day and I was talking about how, you know, my grandmother, Pearl, and my grandfather, but both my grandparents, my mom's mom and dad and my dad's mom and dad, they both, you know, went through um, the Depression. They went through World War II. um, Insane, right? So we've been in quarantine for three months. These people were in war for fucking seven years like this. All the men were overseas fighting. The women were working as like fucking Rosie the Riveter making goddamn planes and like saving all their cans to like create bullets and shit. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm probably way off with history because I didn't do my due diligence before I came on this podcast about World War II, but I know some shit and I know that things were fucked up. 
And let me tell you something. We're like, oh my God, I need to go eat my fucking lobster rolls. I hate quarantine. Uh, our fucking grandparents were in seven years like this. Fuck. Fuck up, motherfuckers. Jesus. You control your mind. Okay? So we have to toughen up. We have to right now. We can't fall apart, especially now. We're so close. We're so close to the brass ring. And then rule number 10. Lastly, remember that your dominating thoughts attract through a definite law of nature by the shortest and most convenient route, their physical counterpart. Be careful what your thoughts dwell upon. Are your dominating thoughts bringing you closer to what you desire or further away? Think it's time to change something, people? Yeah, hello. So I had a girl the other day that was... um. So cute, but I was like, no, I'm not letting her write that shit on my Facebook wall. So she was like, oh, I wish I had an extra $200 like laying around to buy a bitch box. Um, I'm broke. And I was like, don't you ever fucking write the words I am and then something negative behind it because like literally you are creating your reality. And she had inboxed me and she thanked me for calling her to the carpet. And I was like, do you listen to the Ambitious podcast? And she's like, no, but I will now. So she inboxed me and she was just like saying like how she's like, I never realized that all the things that I've been saying about myself out loud that I just thought were like nonchalant things are and have been creating my reality, right? Her, her, the way she feels about herself, her weight, her money mindset, the lack of money, whatever it is. If you're saying the words I am and you're saying something negative behind it, you will surely be that. Okay. So remember that your dominating thoughts attract, and this is through a law of nature, just like the law of relativity, fucking gravity, fucking quantum physics, whatever the hell you want to talk about. I'm not going to get too nerdy, but you know what I'm saying. Like they will attract your physical counterpart. So you're like, if you say I'm broke, you're going to be broke. If you say I'm fat, you're going to be fat. If you say, I'm not enough, you're not going to be enough. So change it. Say, I am wealthy. I am abundant. I am smart. I am enough. I am in perfect health. Even if you don't feel like it. Sometimes we have to, I hate to say it like this, but sometimes we have to fake it till we make it. Dude, I do it every fucking day. I make myself because I still go back to the drifter language in my mind and the old grooved patterns in my brain, because that's, you know, what I grew up around. And it's no one's fault. It just is what it is, right? So those are the top 10 rules, guys, to stop the fucking drifting. Remember them, commit them to memory, write them down. When you start to drift, go back and read them again and shake your shit out. Okay. So last but not least, remember, I don't have any advertisements on this podcast. If you listen to other podcasts, these hoes have like 300 fucking million. I mean, you have to listen to seven or eight minutes of just like underwear freaking advertisement on most people's podcasts. The only thing that I ask is for you to share this podcast to as many people as you can to really be crusaders for the ambitious movement. Post it on your social media, get people listening, get your friends talking about it, get your family members talking about it, because the more people that wake up to this ambitious movement, the more non-drifters you're going to be surrounded with, right? And last but not least, last, 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 P.S., get on over to kbmfc.com, sign up for our free newsletter. Um, 
really you're going to be on the pulse of everything that's ambitious, everything that's Katie Boyd's Misfit Club. If there's a new protocol coming out, um, when we're starting a new um, business, Money Mistress Mind, we have goddess gatherings, we have all these amazing things that we offer through Ambitious and Katie Boy's Misfit Club. So get on over to the website. It's beautiful. Take the Ambitious How Ambitious Are You quiz and just remember to open your emails every week. See what's going on in Ambitious land. And I love, love, love also hearing from you. So I love getting emails. So feel free to email me. Tell me what you'd like to hear from the Ambitious podcast. Just say what's up. Tell me how you feel about me. Just don't fuck with me because I will ghost your ass. Don't 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 bring me any angry shit. I, I just I'll just leave it. You know me. I'll give a fuck. All right. So stop being a fucking drifter. And like I always say, see you next Tuesday.